Ooh, it's my tinny time. I'm Gino, and I feel like I haven't been here in a long time. Hi, Eileen. Hi, Gina. Welcome back. We missed you. The listeners missed you. Your stories, your singing, <laughs> your laughter. I know the singing there, really. They really, they really didn't miss the singing, but they did they miss did. you, and I missed you, and I'm so glad you're back. The Thelma and Louise back together. Thelma and Louise are back together. Yay! And we do have a, a new martini today for mm-hmm. our martini meeting. It's Very excited. It came in a box again, so that means you brought it. <laughs> I really don't want to be known as the person who brings her <laughs> drinks in a box. But it seems to be happening that way. But it is a mango teeny. Ooh, it looks really, so really pretty. So this is our, our drink today to kind of put a little sunshine in our day and our meeting. I could use a little sunshine in my day. Who doesn't? Exactly. So we'll have a fun day today, a fun hour together. Uh, just catching up since you haven't been here in a week, and we have a guest. Would you like to introduce our I guest today? I would, Carolyn Murray of the Sun News. Um, what's your official title again? Senior. I'm the senior editor for news, staff development, and neighbors. Wow! Anything else we can cram in there for you to do? <laughs> um, I'd, I'd rather you didn't, but <laughs> thanks for thanks for thinking of me. Awesome! Well, we're really excited to have you on the show today. I'm excited to be because here because we um, think it's really important, especially me. Thinks it is really important to get a lot of really good publicity and PR for your organization and. We're excited that you're going to give us some tidbits on that today. I'm going to do my best. Awesome. And, and of course, Carolyn is a almost a, po- uh, a graduate student of Caroline Improv Company. Plug. Shameless. <laughs> That's what we do. That's the way to do it, yes. <laughs> so um, Carolyn was in, like, one of the very first classes I ever taught. Actually, class number two, I think. It was. At Theater Republic. It's fun. I love your class. I love the Improv 101. That's as far as I've gotten, and that's probably about as far <laughs> as I will staying. get. Okay. I like it there. I, I like it with the beginners. We're good. I, I'm, I'm happy there. Future plans for you. I think you should be in a show. This I love you, but I think one show a week with you would probably be about all that uh, our <laughs> listeners and audiences could handle. It would probably be too much. They'd be like, stop. No, really, stop. <laughs> and I probably couldn't drink martinis during the show, could I? Um... You could drink them right before. Well, no, no. Let me back up. I don't want sled. no. I was going to say you I don't want sled coming in. Never mind. Um, we do serve beer and wine. You could have a wine. There we go. No martinis. But no whining. No whining. You could do that. We're not though. fans of that. Just the wine. No. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. I heard you had a great show last week. I'm bummed out. I haven't listened we to the did. archive yet. It was such a great show. Last week we had Jeff Smallin, and he talked about Google, and we had things about the internet with. Uh, putting things on the cloud, like pictures on Flickr and things like that. And it was a great, great, great one hour. It could have really gone two hours. And special thanks to to Rada, who was uh, the Filling co-host. She did great. She's so much fun to spend an hour with. So I want to thank Rada for coming in and filling in while well, my, my Thelma was gone. So we're uh, happy to have her fill in. She's already said she'll do it again, so that's good. See, I think deep down inside she doesn't realize it, but she really likes it. She's probably listening right now, shaking her head, but <laughs> she probably has a martini. Yeah, exactly. She doesn't like the spotlight, but she does very well in the spotlight. Yeah. And I, I would, I think, I, I, I'm definitely li- listening to the archive because I'm so intrigued by using Google to make your life more efficient as a business owner. And I think it'd be awesome if Jeff came back and did like a part two. Yeah, he's, he uh, said he would be willing in case that she even got it on the air, saying he would come back again. So awesome. he can't run from us. Maybe Jeff would like his own show, like Google, yeah. by Jeff. 
Oh, it would never be just that plain of a title, you know, Jeff. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> be something wacky and crazy. Well, awesome. Um, well, to segue a little bit into PR. Our topic for today. Right, our topic for today. Being the PR whore that I am. I was rushing, I was like a little late getting here because I'm like, oh, there's like two things that come out today in the media that I'm in. Shocker. <laughs> I'm like, they both come out today. I'm like, I have to bring those in. They're like props for today's show. Props. We should call <laughs> so props. Hold them up so everyone can see them. <gasps> is oh, the video man. running? I see video. Yes, video's running. I don't know if Shannon Camp is on yet. But Listeners, if you're wondering oh. why she's called the PR whore, you just saw a, a witness <laughs> to the exact behavior that I'm talking about. <laughs> what? Is there a video camera? Oh, let me just run and put that right in front of there. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, you're not getting the logo right. There we go. <laughs> Product placement. Product <laughs> placement. Every time like the media comes to Uptown, I'm like, oh, let's do the picture here on the stage where the Uptown is in the background. No, I get, I get it. I just, I just laugh at it. So anyway, so t- this week, on the cover of the Weekly Surge, which is also a Sun News product, it is. Um, the cover says, "Going to Market: Your Guide to an Uncommon Night on the Strand." And I, I don't think. Boy, Gina, look. is that you on the cover? <laughs> <laughs> and on, on the cover, there are four people walking like the Abbey Road cover, the Beatles cover. Right, and there, there. That's I, exactly what I thought it looked like, Gina. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what I thought. The Beatles, for you listening at home, they were a, you know, a, a, a band. Well, speaking a of Beatles, band, my husband 60s. just came came back from Charlotte, went to see Paul McCartney last night. Oh, cool! So don't you talk to me about Beatles. Well, there, <laughs> there we are, and also, and you know, it's not a lot of press, but when you look in the cover, you see the credit the for who's good press. on the cover, and it mentions my name. Um, and also in the cover picture is Mr. Mike Ritchie. And the crowd goes wild. And Mr. Mike Ritchie is um, a uh, member of our ensemble, Carolina Improv Company. So 50% of this cover went to <laughs> Carolina Improv <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying. And then today in the Herald, there's a whole story. I haven't had a chance to read it yet. 15 years of yucks. Um, it's a whole comedy issue. That includes Carolina Improv. So all good PR. So there you go. So there you go. So, well, really, you know, I don't know what more I could possibly tell the listeners. <laughs> well, maybe you can <laughs> after that. Well, Gina <laughs> just brags about how much PR she gets. Why don't you teach the rest of us, us, us commoners to the <laughs> PR world, um, how we can compete with with the heavy hitters such as Carolina Improv, <laughs> and how could the rest of us maybe just dip our toes into the world of getting our company's <laughs> name out into the newspapers, the press, whatever way uh, we can kind of get a little more recognition in PR. Well, um, probably my biggest message is that things have changed. You may have noticed there's all this, oh, uh, something called the Google. Mm-hmm. We were talking about it earlier. Um, and, and, you know, email has dramatically changed the way that newsrooms get information and I'm sure that it is the same in broadcast newsrooms as it is in I would assume so yes in the old-fashioned print product newsrooms and we consider ourselves now a newsroom and an information company not just a newspaper because we you know provide information on all these many platforms I have a whole new vocabulary I've only been doing this for 30 something (laughs) years I feel like I'm learning everything learn a whole new language right Um, so here, my first 
piece of advice is if you are seeking to get information in a publication, you know, on our website, on any other, in any other media, first try to figure out who are the key people that you might want to contact. I'm, I'm key I'm, people at the paper or? Yes. Yes. Okay. Key people at the paper, key people at the radio station or at the news or at the TV station, you know, who's the, who's the program director at the TV station? Who's the one making the decisions about what gets covered? Um, now, I will talk mostly about the print media and our online operation because I'm not intimately familiar with how TV newsrooms work, but um, in general... Don't let you know. We are good with that. In general, there are a whole lot of ways to get information into the newspaper about a business. Um, and it depends on, some of it depends on where you are in the process of developing your business, um, what kind of information you're trying to share. So what Gina showed the listeners, <laughs> there's an oxymoron <laughs> right there, um, were actually feature stories with, you know, her, with uh, you know, basically cover stories. And those are great. I mean, those are great publicity. It's the, the what we call the centerpiece story. It's the big deal story. Um, the sort of secret here is that, uh, ask yourselves, how often do you read those big centerpiece as stories? As often as I can when I'm in it. Exactly. <laughs> she just speaks the truth, my friends. Yes. She just speaks the truth. Well, and I'm sure that... <laughs> That's a shared, I mean, you know, if it's not a topic that you're interested in. Right. But you have a tendency to gloss over it. Right. right. And right. you will go on to the smaller things inside mm. because they are more digestible. I like to liken everything to food. <laughs> My favorite thing, after martinis. Um, and so once you figure out who you need to contact, you can contact them. You can email them. But if you're going to email please make sure that you know who you're sending it to and that it is obvious what it's about. Put something in the subject line that makes it clear that it's, you know, news of a local business promotion, news of an event um, Saturday, August the whatever, 3rd. Um, that works. So, yeah. that, so that when I'm scanning through my emails, I know automatically oh, I need to look at this right That's now. something timely, something I need to see. Right. Because literally, I brought this as my, I'm now looking at my heinous Blackberry. And when I walked in here 20 minutes ago, I had 377 unread emails. I would die. I now have <laughs> 384. So there is absolutely no way to keep up with all of them. You need like 40 hours just to read your email. Well, I mean, it's because I'm getting things like grant announcements and emails from um, Dement's office and things mm -hmm. like that. I mean, as is most of the rest of the newsroom. So if you want yours to stand out from all of that stuff, you need to give us a reason to open it up. One way to do that is so that if we know who you are, I'm much more likely to take a look and see what it is. If the subject line tells me what it's about, I'm at least inclined, if it's not something directed to me, to look at it, make sure it went to the address that it needed to go to, and if not, forward it on. Um, and there are lots and lots of ways, lots and lots of information to share that you may not be thinking about. Mm. 
if you hire someone new, um, you know, you can send something to our Business Pulse email address. That's the, um, you know, series of very short um, items that run inside the business section, the money section, on Sundays with the names of the people in bold, with their mug shots, if they're available, <laughs> um, you know, that says, you know, Carolina Improv has added a new player. And you know, is there a charge for that to get no, that? that so that's considered news content. Well, so that's, that's let's, news content. let's hold that because we have to go to break. So when we come back, we'll... We'll pick up on, because um, it's a really great point to talk about, the difference between yes. advertising and editorial. Um, and there's two schools of thoughts. Two very different uh, things. Very different. So when we come back, we're going to pick up with that um, advertising versus editorial for getting the word out. We'll see you. We'll hear you in a few minutes. Please feel free to get on our chat line and chat with us at hearwomentalk.com or give us a call at our phone number, <laughs> which I can't remember what it is. But I'll tell you when we come back from the break. <laughs> it's time for me to sing some more. Oh, my dear God. <laughs> See, that's all I got to do is sing, and there comes the shaker to shut me up. And our listeners are now saying, thank you, Dustin. <laughs> Yay. Have a, these martinis are really good. Do you like them? Do you yeah. like the mango teeny? They're like that kind of, that, that martini that creeps up on you. It's like, oh, it's fruit juice. I want some more. So listeners, stay tuned. By 3.30, this could be a hoot. <laughs> and I have to work tonight, so. <laughs> um, so we were talking about the difference between, actually a couple things I wanted to touch on. The making sure you know who you're contacting. I'm just stretching. Don't okay. mind me. <laughs> just show. I don't want to know. Um, making sure you know who you're contacting, which is really important to talk about building relationships, mm -hmm. right? Yes. And number two, the difference between advertising and editorial. I always find it, I've had bosses in the past who are like, wow, we're spending a lot of money in advertising. They should write a story about us. I'm imitating an old boss. I was going to say, and who... <laughs> Would this you is like a boss. To give that man a name. I'm pretty sure that there are many, many people out there who would recognize themselves in that that well, uh, imitation. It's, it's a boss I had back in um, Chicago. He's very, very Italian and stubborn. You can imagine how that relationship went between the two of us. But it was that kind of attitude where I'm like, it doesn't work that way. Just because we're spending money advertising does not mean they're going to give us a great cover story. And and. But that's a very good point, and I understand completely why advertisers who are spending a great deal of money, and by golly, we thank you, um, my creditors all thank you, think that that should translate directly into news coverage. The reason that it doesn't, and the reason that advertisers want to be in our publication is because the news that we print is credible, and the reason that it is credible is because we make decisions on what we write about based on the news value, not on how much money someone is spending with us. So, it, I mean, it's sort of a yin and yang kind of thing. I mean, we absolutely depend on the advertisers, but they depend on the product that we produce out of the newsroom. Mm -hmm. um, and if we start selling our news coverage to the highest bidder, then we lose all that credibility, and then therefore the readers, the people that the advertisers are trying to get to, 
start to think, well, why? I don't trust what these guys are saying. Why should I? Yeah, because they, then you become like the inquirer. Right. And Well, and it's... Well, I'm saying reputation-wise, like, mm-hmm. ooh, look, Jennifer Aniston, pregnant again. <laughs> The, the news that everyone wants uh, to But read. I'm pretty sure Jennifer's not buying ads on that. Right, right. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But it's, it's, um, it's a very complicated relationship. It can be a very complicated relationship because sometimes we do have to write bad things, you know, unpleasant things about um, someone who happens to be an advertiser. I mean, if mm-hmm. they are in trouble with, uh, say, it's a developer who's just gotten themselves, you know, a massive fine from the... Um, you know, Ocean OCRM that from DHEC, we have to report that story because it's news. It's sort of how your tax dollars mm-hmm. are being spent. But at the same time, they're big advertisers. We still have to report That's the story. That's got to be a tough position to be in. And how do you handle that from a customer service point of view? How do you well, handle that's, that? Well, that's why advertising and news operate on two separate but equal platforms um, because um, it's it's critically important that that you know we don't intermingle, mm-hmm. <laughs> which you know which is not to say that we don't that we aren't all good colleagues with each other, but it is important for that credibility and it's and it's a very difficult thing and perception becomes the reality. I c- and I can tell you that there there are probably people out there who are listening to that to this right now. I hope there are people out there who are listening. There, there are people listening. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. They just, they're listening from work, and they're not going to tell, tell the right. boss they're listening. But, but they're saying, oh, she's full of it. I know that the Sun News, you know, only writes good things about X company. Mm-hmm. And I can only say um, it's not true, but if that's your perception, I can't really change it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there are – we get as many um, comments on uh, – of people who say, you know, oh, you're only writing that story because you hate so-and-so, as we do, oh, you're only writing that story because you like so-and-so. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it really is, um, it becomes a challenge. And, um, you know, that's why I welcome any opportunity to sort of explain the difference and why it matters. Because if I were a big advertiser and I didn't know, you know, understand sort of the inner workings of how journalism works and ethics, I would be thinking exactly the same thing. I'm spending $100,000 a year with you people. But what you're spending it for, what you're getting back, is our credibility. Mm-hmm. And we can't sell it because once we do, it's gone. You and don't put that genie back in And the you're getting what you pay for as an advertiser. You buy an ad, you get an ad. Mm-hmm. Yes. Then there's such things called advertorials where it looks like an, an article. But it should be labeled. It should be labeled mm-hmm. as an advertorial. But if they want that news look kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, absolutely. They can pay for that. They can pay for that. Um, so when we get news releases in, as I was, you know, I was saying, you can send something into the Biz Pulse. You know, we will rework it so that it fits our format. It won't be exactly as you sent it in because we, you know, follow a style, and our goal always is to make it as easy for the reader as possible. That's who the newsroom is trying to serve. Um, so, but yes, if you send us something for uh, an item for BizPulse, something that tells us about an event that's coming up, um, you know, unless you're writing us to tell us about we're having a big sale, then we will say, no, you really want to talk to our advertising department. Right. But if it's a benefit, if it's, um, you know, a community event, anything like that, absolutely. Let us know about it. We'll get, make sure that it gets in the calendar. You can also now, if you have calendar events, Go online to thesunnews.com, 
and you can put your own events online. Um, there's a whole form that it takes you through when you click on it. Um, and then we actually go back through that form every week and pull off things that we use in the print product. Oh, what a great tool. Now, how do you know if you're eligible to have your event? Anyone can. Anybody. Anyone can so put stuff on paid, there. A paid, non-paid event? Anything. It doesn't matter. The, on that form, it doesn't matter. Now, whether it gets in the paper, in the print product, from that platform, then it does matter. You know, whether we mm -hmm. pick it up or not in a calendar is, is a different issue. But anyone can put it online. Okay. And it's searchable and all of that. And that, stuff. that's something that I use like crazy mm -hmm. because I, I don't have any money to spend in marketing, but I will spend days doing free listings while you're smiling, you're laughing at me. Because I know you. If you know all those little secret <laughs> crevices of where these things are, are hidden at. So I, I love that you're so good at this because it makes me chuckle when I go, I'm so not. Well, you know, from, an, from an, uh, an attraction standpoint and trying to put butts in seats or even selling our classes, I have no way to market it because I have no money to do it. Mm -hmm. So you have to research and find out. Like I have like two pages of where I can list things for free. But I spend... I found you this weekend because I was looking for something to do over the weekend, and I did um, events in Myrtle Beach. Uh huh. And, and Carolina Improv came up. It's like the fifth one down. Pretty impressive. And then what we, we what we do is we also ask every customer that comes in, "How'd you hear about us?" Mm -hmm. They all say the internet. Mm -hmm. So now I say, "What did you type in to find us?" Right. Very good. I'm like, "What words did you type in?" Mm -hmm. um, from a Google pers search perspective, and they all say. Um, Things to do in Myrtle Beach, things to do with family in Myrtle Beach. So then I went to my web guy and said, for search engine optimization, mm -hmm. make sure that we are listed under things to do in Myrtle Beach so that when they do type that up, it comes up. It comes up. When you put together your list of all of the places that you could do free listings, mm -hmm. how did you compile that list? Oh, my gosh. Um, a lot of two bottles of Chardonnay. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of yeah, a lot of research of asking other people what they do, and it's like an ongoing list that now I could probably sell because everybody's asking me for it. Mm -hmm. But it has, it has literally like every. It, well, I started out with like okay, every radio station has stuff, mm -hmm. every television station has stuff, every publication has stuff. Um, then sometimes I'll type in things to do in Myrtle Beach to see if a new website came up that we don't know about. And so it's constantly, you, it's kind of like keeping your editorial list updated, like mm -hmm. who's my contact, keeping that list up to date for PR. I now do that with my web listings. I just have to continuously stay on top of where can I list things for free. But it's daunting because it takes days mm -hmm. to do it. And I think that's that's the bottom line, I think, with any PR or marketing. It's not something that's just going to be as easy as some people might think it would be. Right. It takes work. It takes effort. It's Right. And, and if you send something into our newsroom and you don't get an immediate, uh, not even an immediate, if you don't hear back in a couple of days, don't assume it's because we don't care. Don't assume it's because we hate you. Just <laughs> call and ask to speak to whoever the key person is. Now, when we come back... Because I know we're getting close. Mm -hmm. Well, you're good. Yeah, we're getting when ready we to go to break. I love it. I will talk about a little 
thing that I put together long, long ago about it's the guide to getting your news in the Sun News. And at this very moment, it's up to date on our staff members. So I'll tell people how they can get copies of it, too. I love that. Thank you for that segue. So you know what we're going to talk about when we come back with with Carolyn from the Sun News. Um, You can call us if you have any questions. Um, If your boss is not listening to you... um, 914-338-1186, 914-338-1186. 914-338-1186, 914-338-1186, or get on the chat line, of course. You can um, ask us questions that way. We'll be back in a couple minutes. And we will apologize again for Jane's singing. This is what happens when she leaves us for a week. She feels like she has to make up for two weeks' worth of bad singing <laughs> at the start of the show. So I apologize. <laughs> what would be the opposite of idle? American loser. <laughs> <laughs> nothing that's nothing like a really promoting those kids, <laughs> letting them know how good they do. Uh. Well, welcome back to the show, and we are going to learn a few more tips that Carolyn's going to share with us from what she's created called a guide to getting your news in the Sun News, which is awesome. A little plug there, and of course, we want to let all of our listeners know this applies to other type of print and things that you are doing in your marketing. Apply it to whatever it is you're doing. But, uh, Carolyn, tell us what are some of the tips that our listeners otherwise would not have known about. Well, in this, the things that specifically apply to the Sun News are, of course, we've got, I've got a listing of who's who in the newsroom, what their phone numbers are, what their email addresses are. Um, and um, I try to keep this as up-to-date as possible. Um, there's also a list of the different sections, the deadlines for the different sections, um, in some cases, what kinds of material they use in those sections. Um, Is this something that people can download or receive or find on your Internet? I will be happy. At this moment, I can email it to people who want to send a request. Um, I'm looking at trying to get it up on our website. Okay. But uh, to be honest, I haven't had time to pursue that. And if it's something that you want to send us... Or as could we even post well. it on our page? We could post it on Google. Could. We could post you it could on Google. Yeah, we could. We, we could do that. The HearWomenTalk.com on our Martini Meeting page. Mm-hmm. There's something we could post and uh, have future documents for some of our listeners yeah. who might want to. Yeah. That's a good idea. Like just to keep in mind that that the cast of characters change <laughs> changes. So, but also in here are some tips on um, how to deal with us. Um, when we are the busiest, which means don't call us between 3 p.m. and 7 p.m. because that's when we're slamming for the next day's paper. Um, when is the best time to call? In the morning, about 10, I would say, um, unless you're trying to reach the sports staff or something and they don't come in until later in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, it also talks about, you know, how to do news releases, and I know that... I think that's really important. Let's talk about that more. Well, you can tell if you look at this document that I did it... Um, it's been a work in progress for a long time because the first line under releases says type releases please <laughs> because it is true that I really did we really did used to get an awful lot of handwritten wow. material we get a whole lot less of that now but we do sometimes get things from like church groups and stuff and it it does make it harder for us to be accurate when we're trying to read somebody's handwriting mm-hmm. um, you know, it, it also talks about emailing things in, and I've already hit the please make sure your subject line explains what it is. Um, try to write in English, not 
whatever the language is of your business specialty. Not in the jargon of the exactly. industry. Um, uh, for One of the things it says here is if someone in your organization has a highly technical title, use a few words to explain what on earth that is. Um, oh, I'd assume you'd hear people who would go, I have no idea what that is, so I'm not going to keep reading. Yes. Um, and it also talks about if you are requesting for us to actually come and cover something that you are doing, you need to let us know at least a week in advance. Um, you know, please don't wait to call until the day of an event and hope that we will be there. Now, <laughs> every once in a while, we'll be something else has fallen through and we'll be very happy that something is happening. But you don't want to do that. You want to get the word of your event out early and you want to make sure we know about it. Um, and we, you know, there are a lot more requests for coverage than we could possibly get to, mm -hmm. especially in the summer, spring, summer, and fall when it's festival season. We cannot get to them all. We can't get to every yard sale fundraising event. We just, it's physically impossible for us to do that. However, it is not impossible for you to get that coverage in the paper. Take pictures yourself, mm -hmm. include a little write-up, email that into the neighbors section, and we will publish it in neighbors. Now, there are some tips for the photos. I know those of you who are doing fundraising want to put in the photo every single person who helped with the event. What you end up with are 15 people in three rows that no one will look at <laughs> with a giant caption underneath that lists all these people and no one will look at it. So try to send us photos of people doing what they were doing at the event and please identify the people in the photo. That's a great advice. Great tip. Um, the, other, the other thing that commonly happens is that we will get a phone call, say, from a school that says, you guys have got to come out and take a picture of this great mural that all the kids painted. And we'll say, oh wow, that sounds cool. When are they working on it? Oh, they're done. Well, Think about what you like to see when you look at a photograph. You are looking, when you're doing photojournalism, and I'll throw this in you know, on behalf of my husband, I'll channel him because mm -hmm. he's one of our photographers. Photojournalism is about capturing things as they happen. So the photo that you want of kids painting the mural are the kids painting the mural, mm -hmm. covered right, with right. paint. Not you the know, mural by itself. Cute photos of them trying to figure out how to hold the paintbrush. Um, that's the photo. That's the photo that will get attention. That's the photo that could conceivably be a section front photo, not a picture of a mural with the teacher and three of the kids standing in front of it. It's, it'll be boring. Now, if that's, you know, if, if time gets away from you and you didn't get around to calling us when they were painting the mural, then by all means, send us the picture of the mural with the three people standing in front of them. We'll put it in the neighbor's section because we love that kind of information. So when we have our cougars, kittens, and beach bunnies show, if I send you a picture of all of us dressed up like cougars, kittens, and beach bunnies, you might run it, maybe. Well, it's probably not a neighbor's thing, but we might run it. <laughs> I had to was ask. Was it the cougars or the beach bunnies that lost you for the neighbor <laughs> section? Which one was it? Well, we love kittens. <laughs> we love kittens and neighbors. Oh, they're not talking we have those lots of animals. <laughs> they are not those oh, no, kittens. I'm, I'm wow. Wow. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, Just had to ask. No, you just had to promote. <laughs> <laughs> See? What? And that's why she's so good at what exactly. she does. See? I just love to call her out. 
Um, I'm pushy, but nice. I'm just not even going to go there. Go yeah, ahead. I can. You know, I'm Carolyn. I'm speechless on that one. Let's just go here. Um, people who've never written a press release before are always a little daunted by that process. It's not that complicated. Um, what don't you want to do? What's the, the thing you're looking at going, oh, that's when you lost me? Because press releases can be very basic, but what's basic, the don't? Basic is good. I mean, it's, the, it's those five W's that you heard about in high school journalism class. Really, who, what, when, where, why, and how. Um, and I, there's a sample one in the, in the um, packet. It's like who and what, when and where, a little bit more about what, to give us an idea if we show up to this thing, what are we going to see, why is it important, and then the basic information about who to contact and how to participate. And please double-check that stuff before you press send, because I can't tell you how many times we get, you know, three hours later, we will have gotten an email of a press release for something, and then we'll get another one back that tells us to correct something in it. Mm. And it'll just tell us to correct it. It won't resend a corrected release. Oh. That requires us to take the time to find the original, yeah. open it up, put it in a document in our system, and fix it. And it's really not time we have. Right. Um, so it, it, take that extra two seconds to double-check it. Um, and, you know, this goes back to my original, you know, try to make a, an actual contact with someone. If you call one of us on the phone to give us information... Um, to pitch a story to us, which is the old-fashioned way, but it still works. Um, you know, be prepared with this information when you call. You know, try to think through why this is important and why, why our readers should care about whatever it is. Um, and here's just one other little sort of snarky um, piece of advice. I know don't, where you're going. Don't start the conversation with... Well, you guys never print any good news, so you won't care about this. <laughs> and I have gotten that call more than once. Nice um, lead-in. And it's really not the, the best way to sell your project. Now, we're all professionals, and we will stand back from that and say, well, tell us about it, and we will decide if it's something we're able to cover. But... It's better not to start off that way. Just it's just a little tip, you know. Sales well, tip. You get things done uh, better and faster when you put out the uh, the honey the rather honey. than the vinegar. Mm -hmm. Right, exactly. <gasps> Try being so, nice. How about please and thank you? Yeah, that's it, it. Always helps. I mean, and we really do. We have a room full of very very hardworking people. Um, it's not as many as we used to have, so we are all much more hardworking than we were even two years ago when we thought we couldn't possibly do another thing. So know that. We're always trying to do the right thing. Sometimes we screw up. We do. We miss things. We don't mean to. It's not because we hate your group. You're it's human. Not because, it's not because we like, you know, North Myrtle Beach better than Surfside. It has nothing to do with that. I promise. I swear. So Awesome. Well, when we come back, we'll talk more about getting good PR. Um, give us a call, 914-338-1186. Let us know your questions. Let us know what we can ask Carolyn, so that way we can deliver for uh, your small business.
and I can't even say that that's from the martini. <laughs> that is just pure Gina. That is pure Gina, who is enticing our guest Carolyn to her level of the horrible singing. Oh, it's a good thing we had fun here at the martini meeting. I tell you, this is how all of your meetings in small business should be like, just fun, enjoyable, while also learning something like we're doing today with Carolyn from the Sun News, who's giving us some helpful hints of how to get a little more PR out there and also what are some tricks of the trade. So thank but, you, Carolyn. But You're welcome. Speaking of um, PR, before we move um, talk more to Carolyn, we, we've got a couple things to mention. Yes, 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 yes. If you'd like to do that. Do you want me to talk about our workshop or do you want to go ahead and talk um, about that? Talk, uh, look, you can go ahead and talk about the workshop and the Leadership Summit. Well, I'll start with the Leadership Summit, not that it's any more important, but it is definitely near and dear to my heart. August 5th and 6th is the Willow Creek Leadership Summit, and there are sites all around the United States where you can go and check out where a location could be to you, close to you for the simulcast. And Gina and I and a few of our team members will actually be attending that here locally at one of the church sites that will be hosting that. And speakers include Tony Dungy to Blake Mikoski from Tom Shoes to Jim Collins, author of Good to Great, his latest, How the Mighty Fall. So if you are looking to develop your leadership, it is an unbelievable two-day conference. And if any of our listeners are interested, go ahead and chat on there and send it in, and I can get you some more information. But it is a great two days. And my personal story with that conference is that it was there that I got the prompting to start my own business. So I'm always paying it forward with that conference. So that is the Willow Creek Global Leadership Summit and you can Google it and find out if it is available in a location close to you. And, you know, we can add it to um, the Martini Meeting webpage if we That would be great. It's, and it's coming Facebook. up next week. It's coming fast, but it is two days that you do not want to miss of just self-growth and leadership development. And because of that, we won't be live on the air, but we will probably replay either the show or maybe the Google show. Yeah, and I, I can't wait to get back, and, and we'll share with with you, our listeners, some of our takeaways from the summit because it's always just so filling with how much leadership information and new knowledge and content that you can take away from that. So, so looking forward to the Leadership Summit next week. Cannot wait. Awesome. Yay. And then our workshop. And our workshop is coming up on August 11th, Spring Maid Beach Resort here in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. If you can get there by car, plane, or train, we'd love it. Come join us for a day of customer service training with some improv activities. And we're going to teach you how to build better relationships with your customers so that they are doing business with you and staying with you rather than going to someone else. So we'll be talking about loyalty to longevity. Awesome. That was our public service announcement. <laughs> now back to our regularly scheduled program with Carol. Already in progress. <laughs> And as a disclaimer, at that workshop, there will be no martini served. Darn it. So, and that is 9 to 3. I mean, <laughs> come on, cut us a break. We're not that bad. <laughs> no mimosas? No. Don't give us ideas, Carolyn. Okay. Sorry. That's a great idea. <laughs> I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, one of my job titles is bad influence, okay. by the way. <laughs> it's just not on my card. Um, before, I, I'm going to talk a little bit about something in this form that I call when bad things happen to good organizations because I think it's really important for people to understand how to handle that. But before I do, um, there are just a couple of other things I want to mention that are ways to get information into the paper, especially if you are involved with a nonprofit organization. Um, you can send, if, you're, if you've done some kind of an event, a fundraising event or a whatever, 
um, you can send a letter to the editor that says, you know, thank, that thanks the people who were involved that were critical to making that happen. Um, the, the letters to the editor and the neighbor sections are among the best read sections mm. of the newspaper. So um, it, it's a really good way to, to get that information out there, and it's a letter to the editor. Ooh. It's not just advertising. New it's, idea. Not, it's not... Um, anything. I mean, you just have to, I mean, we get lots of them, so it may not appear in the next 24 hours, but uh, it's, it's always a good thing to keep in mind. Um, and sort of, we do lots and lots of calendar listings, lots of them. So if you have an event coming up, you know, put it on the online thing, as I mentioned earlier, but, you know, make sure to send that in to us as well. If you, you know, with a little bit more information, because the online form doesn't allow you to really explain what a, you know, why it might be important for us to cover it. So that said, now I'm sure that no one in this room, or probably even in the listening audience, has ever worked for an organization when they were on the um, receiving end of uh, something unpleasant. I'm <laughs> guessing no one here. Has oh, been is working as a star. <laughs> I don't know if that's <laughs> I don't know if you want to share this. Yeah, that might not. That's mine. Maybe off, off let's the just air. Say I talk to I, let's just it. say I'm one of those people can, who can relate to go. being on the hot seat. The hot seat, yes, where the story makes it to the front page and your name is included in that and your name is used over and over. And we get that one spelled right, right? Oh yeah, of course, yeah. The, because yes. that's yeah. Yeah, that okay. took my quotes and left out a few words, so that yeah. was never fun. So I can I can relate to being in that side where, you know, that old expression, mm -hmm. there's no such thing as bad PR. Yeah, well, well yes, no, that's there not is. true. <laughs> ask, ask, ask the fine folks at BP. Yes, isn't that the truth? So and you then, know what that's like. And, and that's sort of the extreme end of incredibly bad p publicity that's going to last probably into another lifetime. Yeah. Um, but, you know, th this applies on, on large and, and small-scale things. Um, so if something bad happens, and, and first of all, don't assume that we're investigating something just because we called your business. Most of the time we're calling because we're doing a story on back-to-school clothing and we're trying to find out what kinds of things the kids are buying. So don't feel like, you know, we're investigating everything all the time. Nine times out of ten, we're doing a story that actually has a p potential for good publicity for your business. So talk to us in that case. But if something bad has happened, if, if the Department of Health and um, Environmental Control has decided to shut your restaurant down and you are, you know, or, um, you know, the SEC is investigating or, you know, even something very small, don't clam up. Let me just repeat that. Don't clam up. <laughs> It, it, it gets our radar going. If someone is very, very difficult to find, the assumption will be that they actually are trying to hide something. So don't act like you're trying to hide something. You're much better off talking to us and giving us, it's too early in the process for me to be able to talk about this in detail. And that's something that they could say that would... Kind of comment. It would... It, get yes. the point across, but... Also, let them have a little more time. Or right, and show that you're not, you know, dashing off to, you know, someplace that doesn't have extradition. 
A lot of organizations appoint one person to be the spokesperson for the media. That's fine. I mean, we like it better when we can go directly to whoever the person is who's handling, you know, blah, blah. But if, you, if your organization is one that feels like all information must come through this funnel, then please make sure that that person is going to be available. So they and can answer those questions at any random time and right. give a quote that would contribute to your story. Right. And, and would help readers, you know, taxpayers, whatever, understand your perspective. Because the only way that we will get your side of it is if you give it to us. Um, we will continue to try to get comment up until our deadline to try to get, to make sure that everybody has a chance to comment. And my last piece of advice for that is don't wait until the SEC has launched an <laughs> investigation to figure out what your plan is. Take a few minutes. You know, it doesn't have to be something huge, but sit down with the folks on your staff and go, okay, how do, would we handle X? Mm -hmm. I mean, you, can, you could even maybe use BP as the cautionary tale, and if you were in that position, how would you want to handle it? Um, just so that if you get a call from a reporter, you're just not completely, you know, flat-footed. You can, you can say something. now. So yeah. would you recommend a company, no matter how, what size, put in place a crisis management Absolutely. plan? Absolutely. And that's kind of a journalism 101 thing I think yes. I had to take in college. <laughs> but always a good reminder when you get caught up in doing everything mm -hmm. else you do and you own your own business, it's something that you think, oh, I'll do that another day. So just something else to put on your list. Like who's going to be the spokesperson? What are mm -hmm. they going to talk about? What are they allowed to talk exactly. about? Exactly. What's the protocol? Um, you know, how are they going to be reached? Um, you know, all of those kinds of things. Because, I mean, we will keep trying. And if it's a big enough deal, we will come to the house. We will track you down. We will. They are the media. They can find <laughs> you. If it's a big enough deal, we will do it. Because <laughs> our obligation is to the readers. And if it's, um, for example, if it's something involving tax dollars that are being misspent, allegedly, we're going to keep looking at it. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what keeps us going in the morning. So there you have it. Awesome. Excellent. I feel like we've only scratched the surface. <laughs> well, is that what that itch is? <laughs> <laughs> we've only scratched the surface of how to get good PR, at least in the newspaper. Um, it's awesome having you on the show today to... It was to fun. do that for it us. It was very fun. And I did bring along, you know, some chocolate for Ooh, the, always for the group martinis. here. Mm -hmm. Because chocolate is sort of martinis that you can have at work legally. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and the funny thing is, is that I ran into Carolyn at Target <laughs> just before we got here. I'm oh, we're we're both those? pushing the carts, coming it towards each other, and we're like, I know you. <laughs> She's like, I'm buying these for the show. Well, thank you. We'll now we need good. to eat them and drink more. <laughs> awesome. Anything else we can add? We'll we'll try to get this document out somehow. Yeah. Or I'll email it to you. That would be great. And then we could you either post it. get it on the Share Hair Women everybody. talk site mm -hmm. or people ask us for it. Um, you can always become a fan of ours on Facebook, the Martini Meeting. Um, we have a fan page, so please join that. And also on Hair Women Talk, we have a group page. 
Um, so check those out. And uh, we won't be here next week. We will play an awesome rebroadcast, so please listen. And then we'll be back on August 12th with Blakely. Blakely. Blakely Jenkins of the Myrtle Beach Area Chamber of Commerce, who should really be um, listening to us right now, but we don't see her on the chat line, so she's going to get in trouble for that. And I will warn our listeners, there's no saying what will come out of Blakely's mouth. So, um... Please be patient, but it will definitely be a fun hour. And she's bringing shark's teeth. <laughs> this is what she does to have a life balance. She takes time to hunt for shark's teeth on the beach. Right. We drink martinis. Hey, whatever floats your boat. Whatever floats your boat. But make sure that you check us out uh, August 12th for that show. Awesome. Thanks for listening, everybody, this week. We will be back in two weeks on August 12th. Have a great two weeks and check us out online.